Hi, I'm Steph. I am Emma. And this is... I don't believe it. Give me a fucking day, I'm gasping today. <laughs> this one I'm well yeah, excited yeah, yeah. about because it's a mystery to us both. Oh. Oh, no, it isn't because I've seen this in the shop and also it says on it what it is. No, no. You don't know what the flavour is. Oh. There was a whole competition. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And then I looked earlier and it says, solve the mystery flavour and enter online for a chance to win £250 worth of beer. Mm. Um, and then it says, two winners announced in February 2023. Oh. But it's it's a bit late for that, it but... says pastry on the bottom. Yeah, but you don't know what flavour. Okay. It's pastry sour with a mystery flavour. Oh, do you know what? See, I read pastry, went nah, and then give up reading the rest. So it might be like a, a pastry parley. Yeah, I'm not a sweet dripper. Let's try it. Yeah, it might it might be nice like... <laughs> Shut up, Steph. Rhubarb Brissarizand. Rhubarb Brissarizand. There yeah. we go. So this is by Yonder. Tis indeed. It's mystery beer number one. There's a mystery beer number two as well. Oh, okay. So. Oh, Christ. Oh, it's nice and cold. Yeah. This is what I've wanted. Ooh. Oh, the colour. What colour is it? It looks a bit orangey. I definitely get pastry in the, in the smell. Ooh, it's terribly sour. Oh, I thought you said it's terrible. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I hate it. No, it's terribly sour. Ha. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But then, it, but, then it, but then it dies down. I feel like... That made my cheeks hurt. Yeah, no. <laughs> I definitely get the pastry. For yeah, it's very sweet at the end. It's terribly mm. sour at the beginning, but then it's very sweet at the end. Mm. And I can't focus on a specific flavour to know what it is. Well, if they've announced the winner, then we'll probably be able to Google it. But I want to guess it. We'll, yeah, sh- yeah. we'll see if we can guess it. We'll put our guesses in and then we'll check it. Mm. And then we'll post and let people know if we were right or not. You know, what? I have no idea what that is. But I like it. It's somewhat creamy at the end, I think. Mm. Custody. Gooseberry. Yeah, is, that, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I reckon gooseberry. Yeah. I've never eaten a gooseberry before, so... Oh, well, you had a gooseberry beer earlier, so... Oh, I did, yeah. Not earlier. Another time. I know time. what you mean. You know, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. In earlier episodes. It made <laughs> sense. <laughs> What's the story? Morning, Glory. <laughs> um, I was going to say Balamori, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there's our age difference. <laughs> Okay, today, because we had two kind of heavy mm-hmm. episodes in a row, yeah. I wanted to go super light. So this story I've called, crazy shit we did in medi- medieval times that, no, I've... Creepy shit. <laughs> no, damn it. It's crazy... <laughs> it's crazy shit we did in medieval times that we thought was normal. Okay. okay. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit about when the medieval times were first. Yeah, I'm kind of glad you are. Yeah. I don't pay attention at school. (laughs) I knew that that would be the case. So, So medieval times, or the Middle Ages, as they're also known, Mm -hmm. were between the 5th and 15th century. So, like, when uh, the Holy Grail was set. I don't... What do you mean? The film? Yeah. Um, I don't know when it was set. In Jesus' times, wasn't it? In the Holy... No. The Holy Grail's past Jesus, isn't it? Because the Holy Grail caught Jesus' blood, right? Yeah. And look what we're doing already. Yeah, I'm but sorry. I think, no, no, you're all right. Me. No, it's fine. But was it 
Was the Holy Grail, that was like Crusaders' times, wasn't it? Were people like that where there was kings and peasants and stuff? That's what you're talking There's about. There's definitely kings yeah, and peasants, cool. yeah. Right, yeah. we'll stick with that. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I'll tell so you what it is. I can visualise it now. <laughs> it's, it's after the fall of the of the Roman Empire in the West, uh-huh. and then it's before the Renaissance. So it's like quite a really big amount of time. Right. So in that time, we've got Germanic immigration, so we've got the Saxons come in. Mm-hmm. We've got the Vikings, they all they mm-hmm. came as well. We've got the Normans, those... They okay. them too. We've got revolt, we've got famine, and we've had the Black Death. Ooh. So there's a lot fucking going on. Oh, and she said it wasn't going to be a sad one. It's not. It's okay, it's not. <laughs> and did you know, that I've just put this in as an extra little fact, because I saw this. Did you know that brown bears were actually native to England, but now like they're ex- they went extinct here in the 11th century? Why? Did we kill them? I don't know why. I should have looked that up, really. <laughs> Goodness me. Probably we killed them. We're assholes like that. Yeah, to be fair, I like kings probably had like bear rugs and mm. bear jackets and stuff. <laughs> bear jackets? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Not like a like, fur coat, but a bear jacket. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like a stylish little cut-off number. Yeah. Like a shawl yeah. with its arms <laughs> over your shoulders, just like, mm. I'm fabulous, you know? <laughs> Very, it, it, I mean, that's the height of fabulous, isn't it, mm-hmm. to have a bear coat? Yeah, absolutely. And we used to have wild boars roaming around the countryside as well. You don't know what wild boars I can tell by your face. I heard wild, wild borders. Well, we had them too. They was wild, <laughs> was wild at them borders. Them Scots, they're right. scamps. <laughs> okay, so wild boar. Wild I've boar. had wild boar sausages there. Really Ooh, nice. yummy. Mm. Ooh, I'm so hungry. Okay, so what was it like at this time for people like us? Mm. So we'd be the peasants, right? Probably not so good, yeah. No. So the peasants, like, they farmed the Lord's land and they had to ask the like permission from the Lord to do anything, to get married, to move, anything like that. The Lord? The Lord, yeah. So, the, so like, say this is... So we live in Bolton, right? Say there's a Lord of Bolton. Right. We all, we all live and work in his territory, in his land. Oh. So he's our master and we have to ask him for permission for shit. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. That was fucking bollocks. And we also have to give him a proportion of our crops every year. Go farm your own, you bastard! <laughs> Can I'm you ma- bloody hungry. He's far too busy getting his getting fitted for bear coats. He hasn't exactly. got time. Exactly. See, everyone would like the peasants like us. We'd all live in little huts with like a fire in the middle, mm-hmm. and there's no windows in these huts at all. Um, animals would sometimes live inside and the women would really kind of just live inside and learn different like sewing and different textile arts and stuff like that mm. so in the dark so essentially it's a recipe for depression if you ask me yeah I <laughs> except mean, for the animals i was gonna say that would not do very good for us because no. we are sad in the winter and we have windows yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> i won't work in this office because not enough light comes through that through that window there yeah so i go and work in the living room in the summer because that's where the sun comes in yeah plus if you've got like pigs and stuff in your house then they're gonna be shitting everywhere so you're literally sat in a dark damp hut surrounded by chicken shit mm-hmm. if and, you're lucky enough to have fucking, chicken trying to fucking sew in the dark because that's your job just like stabbing yourself in the <laughs> finger every five seconds like i love my life <laughs> suppose you don't know any different no but still yeah no not for me so not only do you have to give a, uh, a proportion of your crops to the Lord, you also have to give 10% to the church, and that's called a tithe. So the church Ugh. is, like, super involved in people's lives mm. at this point, right? Towns are really unhygienic. People just throw shit in the streets. Yeah. And, of course, there's a lot of disease running around, like the Black Death. Mm-hmm. So it's a, bad t- it's a bad time to be poor, really. Mm. Yeah. 
And you don't really have much opportunity to do or become anything different to what you are when you were born. Women don't have any rights. And education for the likes of you and me would be absolutely non-existent. Only the rich people would go to school. You and, well, not you and I, because we're women, we'll learn how to sew. But the little peasant boys, they might go and learn how to farm or, or learn a trade instead. So it's a dirty, smelly, horrible kind of time to be alive. Oh my god. So when everything's super depressing like that, you have to have something to cheer you up. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some of the crazy shit we did that was normal in medieval times. So we're going to start with law and order. Right. So there's no such thing as police back then. So if uh, a crime's committed, local people would all get together to find the criminal and then the lord would kind of deal with it. Right. There were travelling judges who'd sort of... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it just sounds like... It just, it's just reminding me of like, she's a witch! Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Literally. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, imagine. Fucking hell. I can't... Im- that, honestly, I'm stupid enough as it is. Imagine <laughs> if I didn't have any education at all. Granted, I didn't really listen that much, but I'm kind of smart, sort of a little bit. You are. I can read. <laughs> good on you. Thank you. Good on you. Thank you. I can't sew though. Well, you would have. You would have had no choice. You would have been sewing. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, to be fair, we chances are we would have died in childbirth and never had to get to the sewing stage anywhere. To be mm, true. Mm. Lucky us. <laughs> <laughs> So there's travelling judges who would sort of deal, roam around the countryside and they'd deal with more serious crimes. But if the jury couldn't decide on guilt, then they would have to defer, defer to something called trial by ordeal. Mm. So this means they put you through some kind of ordeal, like, for example, walking on hot coals, or they'd make you hold a red hot rod and take three steps without dropping it. And then if your hands healed cleanly after three days, you're considered innocent. If not, then you, my friend, are off to the stocks. <laughs> Your face. Okay, I'm sorry, but if a woman did that and her hands healed clean in three days, she's a witch! That's exactly it. Oh, Ooh. my God. <laughs> Who comes up with these things? How dare you be healthy? I'm going to punish you for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to die of the Black Death. <laughs> Infection in your hands. <laughs> and it's not just humans that were put on trial. <laughs> your face is so good. I'm going to enjoy every minute of this episode. <laughs> animals could be put on trial in medieval times and these were deadly fucking serious trials as well these were not like you know enjoyable little mock trials or anything like that and they could last months so the thinking was that the animal had been made to commit the crime by the devil so they need to be punished so the devil doesn't get away with it you cannot have the devil get away with stuff no i mean imagine if sheba was naughty (laughs) The devil put Sheba on trial. She's not going to sit in the dark. There's absolutely no logic in that because if the devil has chosen its host, and let's say it's a chicken, the chicken, <laughs> the chicken. Let's being, say it's a chicken. <laughs> the chicken's being put on trial. The devil's like, ha ha! I'll go to this pig. Like the devil's not going to learn from it, is he? Well, I, however he got in, I'm sure he can jump back out. Can't exactly. He? That's mm. my point. So fucking imagine a chicken in the stocks. <laughs> Imagine everyone sitting around for months letting it happen. I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) So there's a famous uh, um, example of an animal trial that happened in the 16th century in France, where a French lawyer, and excuse me now, Barthélemy de Chasseneur, I'm going to say. Okay. Let's say that's right. He felt compelled to defend rats who were accused of destroying local barley crops. He defended the rats for not turning up at court by suggesting they were too old and infirm to attend and that the townsfolk cats were really preventing their attendance at the court. 
Is he like the Pied Piper or something? He, he just feels bad for these rats. And why the why the rats on trial is the bigger question. How are the how are the how are the rats going to have any inclination to go to court? They don't give a fuck what you're doing. They just want some snacks. <laughs> Care about your problems. <laughs> exactly. You can try and put them on trial. What? what how are they going to enforce that? Well, this is Mister Chasseneur. He was. That's why he felt very bad for them. So <laughs> he was the cats. It's the so, cats' fault. <laughs> so it's like, look, look how old these rats are. They can't possibly make it to court. They're old and grey. They're really full for eating all the crops. They can't move. They need a food snooze. But thankfully, the case was dismissed. Well, I should fucking hope so. They've not got any choice, really, have they? What's going to do? I mean, what is the punishment really going to be for the rats who have not turned up to court? What are they going to do? Sentence them to some sort of sen- prison sentence? Probably put, like, rat traps out, but they're going to do that anyway. Do what they do have think? rat traps? I don't know the answer to that Probably one. Probably not. I'm changing my mind. I think this is strawberry. Right. Society, relationships and religion is the next state mm. uh, uh, whatever. What is it? <laughs> Section. Section. Thank you. <laughs> So we, you've probably heard of trial by combat. No. No, well, it's where they basically, they make you... Like jousting? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> but it's like, they, they're like, they can't decide who's in the right, who's in the wrong, so let's have a fight, whoever wins is right, basically. They're the innocent. So, as well as that... Oh, go on, what? They're the innocent. Yeah, because if you win, you're the innocent. Out. Yeah, yeah, because God, God prevailed through you to make you win because you're oh. the innocent, you see. Right, whatever. <laughs> yes, because God wants us to fight. Depends who you ask, I think, on that one. Probably let's not get into that. that could be, we could be here all day. True. So how about divorce by combat? So, <laughs> your face is... <laughs> I wish people could hear... People who are only hearing could see your face throughout all of this. Because you it. keep leaving dead air because you're just going... <laughs> divorce by combat. Oh my, oh, my God. So this is the Germans in the Middle Ages. So apparently they have... Of course have... it's the fucking Germans. But do they love a bit of divorce by combat, do they? I don't know. They're always up to it. God, Germans. It's always the bloody Germans. <laughs> Them and their delicious beer. <laughs> so they, they they had... what? Well, that's a good point. We didn't say where this is from. This is Somerset. Oh, where in Somerset, does it say? Uh, Radstock. Never heard of it. Rookery Farm. Hmm. Yonder Brewing and Blending Limited. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I reckon it's strawberry. I swear to God, if it turns out to be gooseberry, I'll be fuming. <laughs> it's that aftertaste. It tastes like strawberries and cream, I think. It's the creaminess that made yeah. me... Yeah. When we first tried it, I thought strawberry, and then I thought, what the fuck? I don't know what I'm talking about, because I don't eat... I don't really eat a lot of fruit that goes in pies, so I haven't mm. got a fucking clue. Well, I used to be a pastry chef, didn't I? So I should have this on the nose, but I fucking bet, I bet I'm absolutely... I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet I'll be, I'll be lime. <laughs> it's definitely not lime. No, it's not. No. Right. The Germans had rules for carrying out divorce by combat. Right. So it was used when there were no confessions and there were no witnesses, so they needed another way of telling who was right. Right. Why do we need to know who's right and who's wrong? Because um, in I think, well, how it works now anyway, is that if you're the writer one in the divorce, you get more shit. Right. To, so I don't this... know if that's the rules or whether it was something to do with religion or I don't know. Was this after Tudor times? Oh, God, what? I the reason know. I'm asking is because I thought divorce was only allowed and it was, like, basically brought to England by King Henry VIII. Uh, King Henry VIII split the church, so... we, we had, So that he could divorce? Yeah, so he created the Church of England. But I don't know what the hell... I don't know what was going on in Germany perhaps, then. Perhaps it was, like, 
Maybe a king couldn't get divorced. Maybe that's what it was. No, no, no. There was no divorce in Catholicism. Right. We were Catholics. But maybe the Germans weren't Catholics. Maybe they... Depending on when it was... Protestant or saying. So, no, I'm thinking like... Because when the Vikings came, they brought their own gods and they were remarkably similar to the Saxon gods. Okay. So maybe we're talking about those times. I don't know. Oh, perhaps. Perhaps that's the church. I suppose the church doesn't always have to mean... Christian, is it? Well, I haven't mentioned church. Oh, you haven't for this for this bit. No, you said. Oh, yeah, okay. You said that you have to give um, stuff to the church, though. No, that was before. Yeah, that was just like in a day to day life. So we're talking about a thousand year span Uh, here. So we've got like old gods and then new gods uh within that time. Righto. And I haven't. I've just written Middle Ages for this bit. I don't actually know when it. When it was. Cool. Well, you should have anticipated all these questions. Yeah, well, that was really... Honest. You've tested that my the limits of my historical knowledge there, I think. Terribly confused, trying to piece everything together. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. It, the, it's okay. I'm flying about the spot. I'm doing an Emma. I'm just yeah. going to go, here's something interesting and there's something interesting. <laughs> but it will be at some point within this thousand year period. Okay. okay. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll stop right. questioning things. <laughs> okay. So... Here's some of the rules for divorce by combat, right? Right. So, in an attempt to even up the size, strength differences, and sort of lack of combat training for the women, not all women, but, Mm. you know, because he had shield made and stuff, um, the men would have to be placed into a hole that was a metre deep and have one hand tied behind their backs. And the woman could just kind of move around wherever she wants around. (laughs) He's like in a a a pit, like... (laughs) On his head, like slapping him on the head. Pop him on bonds, like whack them all. Yeah, <laughs> splat the rat. They they're both wearing the same outfit, so the women aren't hindered by skirts and stuff like mm. that. And um, the woman was given three rocks, each wrapped in a cloth, so she could just sort of swing around, beat him over the head with these three different weapons that she's got. I'm loving this for women. <laughs> they get fuck all else, but they get a rock in a they in get a sock. Three rocks in three socks, <clears throat> and the man is given three clubs. Now, oh. if the man. Yeah, but that's harder because he's swinging at her ankles, isn't he? She's like fucking going down on his head. That's true. Plus, wow. if he's got a long arm span, then you could just fucking lob it at him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could, yeah. So the man's not allowed to leave his hole. <laughs> and if he... T- <laughs> you stay in your hole. Oh my God, I'd take so much joy in that. Yeah. If I had been told to stay in my house and fucking sew for years, I'd be like, <laughs> you get in your hole and you fucking stay in that hole until I beat you. That sounds really awful. I shouldn't be so... Excited for them, but fucking you go, women. You're wearing trousers. How very forward. Mm-hmm. Very modern of you. And you've got a weapon. Yeah. Mm. Showing him, giving him what for. Showing <laughs> what him what's for. what. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the man's not allowed to leave his, his hole. And if he touches the sides, then one of his clubs gets taken away. <laughs> so if the woman decides to get a sneaky shot in while his club's getting taken away, then she loses a rock in a sock. Ah. So... I think that a lot of people wouldn't really mind uh, bringing back divorce by combat these mm-hmm. days. I think I've seen some messy people go through some messy divorces and I reckon that would be okay to some people. Mm. You get your anger out. Probably at the end, you're probably just like, all right, I feel better now, actually. Maybe should we just go home? Yeah, no, I don't know. As much as I'm buzzed for the women for that, because they must have had a lot of pent-up anger. But <laughs> yeah. nowadays, we have enough freedom. We don't need to beat a man. Do you know what I mean? No, no this is true. Yeah. yeah, violence is never the answer. No. You're quite right, yeah. <laughs> nowadays, I think we can deal with lawyers and, you know, yes, it's going to cost us a lot of money, but I don't feel like GBH is the way forward. I think you, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're sinking back into the past. Get it? Because he's in a hole. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought it was quite funny, but it's fine. Whatever. 
I'm going to confuse you now, okay? Because I'm going to bring the church back into it. Fabulous. Okay? So the church is very involved in day-to-day life, as, mm-hmm. as we said. And this includes the punishments, which was a very eye-for-an-eye kind of focus, yeah. right? So, for example, a gong farmer, which is a public toilet cleaner, apparently, he was found guilty of dumping waste straight into the street. So he was sentenced to stand in a barrel of shit with a dunce cap on his head telling people what he did. <laughs> Like it, if I'm honest. It fits the crime, doesn't it? It does. He's not going to do it again. He hasn't been killed. He's probably going to die from that, though. If he has oh, any yeah, scrapes true. on him, he's going to get <laughs> yeah. infected with everyone's poo. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, <laughs> well the... don't empty shit into the street. <laughs> Just do your job properly. Exactly. Right. This one I quite like as a punishment. Okay. So this one is called Riding the Stang in the north of England and it's called Skimmington Riding in the south of England for right. some reason. But it's the same, it's essentially the same punishment. So if a man has hit his wife, then the rest of the men in the village would get together and they would parade, like have a parade to shame this man. So the Stang or the Skimmington is just a pole that somebody rides on it like a broomstick. Right. So sometimes it's like the village idiot and then like the village joker and then sometimes it's the actual offender themselves. And the, the, all the men are going around the village, banging pots, and they're riding around, making a load of noise, and parading straight towards the door of the offender, so everybody knows what he's done. I think that would work. That's amazing. Mm. I think and then break what do they back. do? Uh, I, don't, I didn't say anything after that. So who's but... riding this, the broom? So, well, someone just from the village. Okay. It's like, it's, it does say sometimes it's the offender, so maybe they get there and they're like, right, get on, on this uncomfortable get... stick, we're going to parade you around now. Right, okay. I do quite like that, actually. Yeah. So that's a good one. We're going to talk about death now. Yay. Briefly. Just briefly. Okay. So people were really concerned about, like, what happens to you after you die, which people are now, I suppose. Yeah. But they seem extra concerned then. Mm-hmm. Um, so there appears to be a lot of superstition and concerns about whether the dead would rise again to be like zombies. And so much so that communities would dig up the recently deceased, decapitate them, and then rebury them with their heads between their legs. So if they saw somebody walking around without their head, they knew that's a fucking zombie. You have to say words. You can't just look at me. We're on a we're on an audio podcast. <laughs> I mean, seems a bit disrespectful, really. Let the dead rest. Well, they're very worried about they're not gonna rest, aren't they? That's what they're worried about. I suppose with uh, life being so short back then, like <laughs> death is coming. Well, that's true. Yeah, I suppose if they if they're that bothered, why would they do it to the to the dead that are already dead? Because that means it's gonna happen to you. What if you have a chance at an undead life? Oh, I don't think they want that. I think they just want to go to heaven and that's the end of it. Oh, I suppose, yeah. They're very religious, aren't they? Mm. Well, in Suffolk, and it's a place called, and I'm going to get this wrong, Great Wellnatham. It's definitely not going to be called that, but that's what I'm reading it as. Okay. So archaeologists found a medieval burial site where 40% of the bodies had their heads cut off and well. reburied between their legs. <laughs> just pop that down there. <laughs> <laughs> and if you even think about getting back up... <laughs> Surely, if they were that concerned, bury it elsewhere. Because if it's undead, it doesn't necessarily need to be attached to its head, so it could just hold it there. Have you ever seen Sleepy Hollow? I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I've seen a film. Oh my god, he's he, that man came looking for his head. Yeah, if we're that burying is true. them all over town, we're yeah. gonna have a real problem. Yeah, that is very true. At least if it's there, they're like, "What the? Fu-? Oh, it's there. It's okay. I've got it. I've got mm. it. I've got it. Okay. I'm just gonna pop that back and go back to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in some Slavic countries, some bodies were staked before they were buried so they could make sure they wouldn't rise again as vampires. Oh. Um, I'm going to do another 
a whole episode on death superstitions like mm-hmm. throughout the ages, so I'm not going to do any more on death okay. today. Food and drink. So food for the likes of you and me, poor people, was super depressing. You couldn't even get rice or potatoes until like well later, and I fucking love a good potato. Oh my god, I love potatoes so much. Mash is one of my favourite foods on this planet. I fucking love it. Nah, fond of potatoes, roast potatoes. Nah, it's all about the mash for me. But unfortunately, there's no mash for us, or fondant. There's definitely no fondant potatoes no. for us. We're getting bread. Do they get gruel. butter? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Cause I like got cheese. Good. I like butter. Yeah. And cheese. It well, doesn't like me, but I got like it. Bread. Mm-hmm. You like that? Yeah. And a bit of butter. Gruel. Mm. What's and, that? And then porridge. I think it's like a porridgey kind of thing. It's all. I think it's all basically like grain-based foods. So bland, very bland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very bland. I know, well, they won't have know? salt. No, salt was super expensive. Oh my God. Imagine not being able to season your gruel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the fact that I'm having gruel, it's that it's unseasoned gruel, that's the problem. <laughs> Can they have honey? Do they have honey? Oh, they must be, yeah. But they also had some cheese, uh-huh. fruit, veg and fish. Fucking love cheese. You could put cheese in your gruel. Would you want to though? I don't know. I mean... Cheese, cheese makes gruel. everything better. That's true, actually. Cheese gruel. I should stop saying cheese because she's gonna get. Yeah, she's gonna start bad. kicking off. But then it. I guess you wouldn't. You'd have a limited amount of C H E E S E. I don't so know because if you've got a cow, you're probably. Are you gonna have a cow? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if you have a cow. Maybe you have to be quite a quite a well off peasant. <laughs> then you wouldn't be a peasant, though, would you? Maybe the Lord has cows. I don't know. Mm. And you look after the cows, so you could sneak off a bit of cheese, maybe. Yeah, Give me perhaps. Sliver. Maybe not enough for your gruel, though. No. And there's no meat either, unless you're well off. I'm oh, my God. Ima- oh, my God. Imagine going your entire lifetime without a steak. Oof. I'm so hungry. Oh, my God. Mm. Steph, mm-hmm. if we were back then, you'd probably be dead by now. 100% I'd be dead by now. I would have died several times over. I mean, because you're old, but... Oh. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Forty was like really old for that. I'm not fucking forty. I know, but you're (laughs) you're thirty five. You're knocking on the door. Get her, sheeps. Get her. Get her. Go on. Get her. Good girl. Oh, she's giving me love. (laughs) No, she's getting you. She's just super tired. This is very tired. You got me. Yes, you did. You good girl. (laughs) Uh, So we're up to gruel. Yeah. No meat. And the Catholic Church banned consumption of meat for about a third of the year anyway, so you can't have any animal products either during Lent, so there is no eggs for you. Oh my god, I love eggs. Mm-hmm. No I eggs. I had eggs for a while though. So even day-to-day food, so your bread and stuff, that's that's not safe sometimes. Mm. So bread is obviously made with grain, but because we're living in a pretty kind of risk-tolerant time back then, sometimes that grain got infected with a kind of fungus called ergo. I think it's French, so that's how I'm pronouncing it. Okay. But it's spelled E-R-G-O-T. And then when the infected grain was made into bread, shit would go down. Are you ready for this? I am ready. I am ready. So people who who ate the infected bread, they would get seizures, gangrene, and vivid hallucinations of demons or animals. And I've put in bracket what gangrene is in case you need me to tell you. I know what the gangrene gang is in Powerpuff Girls. What is that? You tell me what that is. It's a gang of gangrene people they're some of the villains have they got no arms well they're green yeah no it's not that okay so gangrene <laughs> i had to look this up as well okay so gangrene <laughs> is where the blood flow is restricted restricted to your your limbs 
and then so the tissue in them dies so basically your legs and arms just die uh, mm. kind of like frostbite but fungus i guess yeah gross I guess, yeah so sufferers would get like tingling or pr- prickling sensations in their limbs because of all the reduced blood flow mm. and then along with the hallucinations it would lead them to think that they were on fire or that they were crawling with insects and then people would cut off their fucking limbs to escape it oh my goodness they'd cut off their own limbs yep Will or, they not just drop off? Or I suppose they would get someone... Well, they don't know it's gangrene. They, they, they're they hallucinating. They think they're on fire. They think the only way to save themselves is to chop it off. Oh. Whole towns and villages would get infected. There's a case in 994 in France where 40,000 people were killed because of this. Holy threat. shit. And they call the disease St. Anthony's Fire... And there was actually an outbreak as recent as 1951 in France. Really? Mm. Why is it always in France? A lot of bread in France, isn't there? They mm. love a bit of bread. Yeah, them are fucking baguettes. Mm. Not these ones, though. These ones are bad baguettes. Yeah, no, not those baguettes, Mm-mm. no. No, no. So the, in the 1951 case, by the time it was over, because it took them a while to realise what it was, because it's, it's so rare now, mm. four people were dead, 200 had been made ill, and 25 people had been institutionalised. No. Yeah. Because it makes you, like, it makes you go crazy with all the hallucinations and everything. Holy shit. Mm. What the fuck? And then another little fact for you here. LSD, so acid, is actually derived from that that bacteria or fungus, whatever it is, that causes that. Um, I don't think we should be fucking about with that. Well, luckily you and me don't. (laughs) Well, no, I know, but (laughs) I don't think anyone should be fucking about with that. The history is right there. Yeah. So medieval people, they preferred to drink alcohol with their meals because the water wasn't fucking safe enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was th- it was like seen as more nutritious as well. <laughs> so in France and more Mediterranean countries, they drink wine. But here, we couldn't really afford it. And so we drank beer! beer! Please. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is a really cool. Hi, babes. Hi, sheeps. Lovely, you, my was darling. Was it the shouting? Well, you, you want to be involved. Yes, you do. So this one mm-hmm. is... Custard coloured super dream. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's from Bang the Elephant Brewing Company. Bang the Elephant? Yes. Oh, I don't want to do that to an no, elephant. No, no, I think the elephant is called Bang. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes more sense. And it is Blueberry and Lemon Trifle Pale Ale. While you're doing that, then, I'm going to tell you the last fact I have about beer. So, in, in medieval times, beer was made without hops. So instead, it was drank freshly brewed, and they flavoured it with herbs. Mm. And it wasn't as strong as the beer we drink today, and it was brewed by monks. So by the 14th century, the introduction of hopped beer, as I've got in my hands here, it transformed the brewing industry because it provided the flavour that we've come to know, and the beer could now be kept for about six months, so it could be exported so the word beer actually comes to represent the hopped beer and ale doesn't have any hops in. That's the difference. Okay. Right, okay. That's interesting. I like that. Mm. Smells like oh custard. Oh my God, that's fucking gorgeous. Ain't it? Definitely oh blueberry. Definitely getting I'm blueberry. absolutely loving that. That is fucking gorgeous. Right. Should we get back to the medieval times? Yeah, okay. on we go. So we're going to talk about superstitions now. Mm-hmm. So first up, we have the lucky horseshoe. You know about that one? You've seen mm-hmm, people have mm-hmm. that, yeah. So you you must see like old pubs. You've got them like them on the, they've got them on the beams in in really old pubs mm-hmm. in England and stuff like that. So this comes from 
the legend of St. Dunstan in the 10th century. So he was said to have been working as a blacksmith and mm-hmm. the devil just sort of popped up in his workshop. Oh. And so our, our hero here, he pretends not to recognise him. <laughs> and uh, he sort of carries on about his business and then he flips around and he nails the horseshoe to the devil. Oh. And then he tells the devil, I'm only going to remove this if you promise to never ever go to a house that has a horseshoe over their door. And then that's why we have horseshoes in pubs and in oh. really old houses and stuff like that. Interesting. It's kind of like the blood of the lamb, isn't it, in Moses? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And my, I, yeah, go oh, on. I was going to say about the horseshoes, my grandpa had, uh, so he had, um, he lived in like the blacksmith's old house. Oh, And yeah. they had a forge and they had all horseshoes wow. all on, like, on every beam. It was just coated in horseshoes. It was that's well amazing. Cool. I love that. Mm. That's really cool. And they left it exactly as it was as well. They didn't you renovate would, it. Yeah. Like they really loved having it. I would leave it like that. Yeah, definitely. it had like all the old tools and everything. It was so That's cool. That's really there. cool. Mm. Horseshoes are also said to stop witches from entering, and apparently that's why they ride broomsticks because they can't come through the door. If they've ah, got a horseshoe, imagine the woman was just trying to walk in a house and go, oh, boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get in. <laughs> oh goddamn horseshoe! <laughs> Rats! How embarrassing! Now I'm gonna get burnt at the stake. <laughs> They got me. They got me with the old horseshoe trick. Well, at least I won't get drowned. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, they wouldn't because they would they would flow or they wouldn't burn because they're witches. So they'd be uh, okay. That's true. Yeah. It's a. I think there's a flaw in medieval yeah, plans. There. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm, right. Fucking putting rats on trial. Of course, there's a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you know how we say bless you after someone sneezes? Yeah, I know why. Because of Black Death. If someone oh. sneezed, they thought they were dying. I uh, haven't got that one, no. Oh. What I've got is it comes from a medieval belief that sneezing allows the devil the opportunity to get in. Oh. So when, um, so when, uh, the, so the sneezing person needs to be exorcised from the devil coming in. So, so the actual it came from God bless you, not just bless you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you say bless you to someone, you're actually performing a teeny tiny little exorcism. Oh. See, I heard that it was because of the Black Plague. So when someone would sneeze, they'd mm. believe that they... So they'd they be like, God it. bless you. Like, oh, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe it Did was that first and then... the Black Plague? I know they got all, like, boils and shit. Well, they, they were unwell. I don't know. Yeah, That's just what I heard. Yeah, Maybe your research is, is better than my word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky number 13 now. Mm-hmm. So this apparently comes from The Last Supper. So you know Jesus' last supper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there are 13 people there, so it's thought to be a bad omen. And then Judas uh, was the 13th, wasn't he? He was the 13th. He was the, the l- poet. So as time went on, people got more suspicious about it because Judas was the last person to get up from the last supper, number 13. Mm. They thought that the... Well, I think they've got this wrong or I've written it wrong, but apparently what I've written is <laughs> they thought that the first person to get up from a table of 13 would have bad luck or be dead within the year. Not the last person, the first person. And it went on even further than that. So by the 16th century, if someone had a gathering of 13 people, they would claim to be a witch. Oh. You Also, witch. fact check fact mm. check us, because if mm. it... or oh, fact check her. If it, because <laughs> if it's the thirteenth, that would make a lot more sense. You just threw me under the bus. Yeah, I did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You want some inventions? So there's a few that have been invented in medieval times. That, what are you laughing at? Can't wait to hear this one. Oh. <laughs> so um, there's there's some that were invented then that we set up today, like the coffee house for one. Oh, yeah. oh my god, is that a medieval thing? Apparently so. Yeah, like cafes and stuff, like what? a coffee house. 
What did you say? Cat face? Cafe. Oh, cafe. <laughs> that makes more sense. Cat face? <laughs> I'm the deaf one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a type of coffee house that I didn't know about. No, it's not like Starbucks. No, well, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Never mind. The, mecha- the mechanical clock, which replaced yeah. the hourglass, like mm-hmm. I have in my bathroom currently, which you know about. <laughs> Eyeglasses. Oh, okay. Paper money. Liquor. And windmills. There were more mm. stuff, but I can't bother to mention them all. Do we still use windmills? Are you joking? No. Are you for real? You've never walked around the countryside and seen great big fucking windmills? But are they still in, like, functioning? Like, we use them to create wind... Like, wind turbines are like windmills, aren't they? Yeah, but that's not a windmill, though, babes. It's wind turbine. Oh, yeah, mills for milling stuff. Yeah. No, we don't use them anymore, don't they? <laughs> Jesus Christ, who's the dumb one here? Do you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of, because when you were a kid, you have a little windmill that you blow... And it looks like the wind turbines we have just like around the right. countryside. Right, okay. So you got confused. Yeah, I'm the dumbass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so stupid, my question, after all. It was fuck not you, stupid. Stephanie Thal. It was me. I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> uh, the word piggy bank actually comes from midi- medieval times. Oh. And that's because people used to keep their money in pots made from a clay that was called pig, but it's spelt P-Y-G-G. So it's a pig pot. Oh. So it's a piggy bank. Get it? Ah, oh. cute. I wonder who the first person was to create one that looked like an actual pig. Because if they had a... What's the word? I don't know. Uh, fucking... I don't, don't know where you're going with this. Oh, this with you. Sh- shit. Uh, a fucking... You know, like when you copyright a it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> head was gonna explode then. that was painful <laughs> that was painful because it was right on the tip of my tongue i was like your paul... face was going red i could see you struggling because <laughs> paul i was like paul stamets has these or he did have these <laughs> i love you paul stamets we love you paul <laughs> still want to marry you <laughs> and your mushrooms right gargoyles what did you think gargo- gargoyles were about i know what they're about oh go on they're for protection see this is what i thought i thought they're over they were... over like the uh Fucking Notre Dame. Oh my god, what is wrong with my brain today? <laughs> I was just like, haha, you're stupid. Now my brain's like, shut down. <laughs> yeah, so I thought they were to like ward off demons or stuff like that. Yeah. But they're not actually. What they're made for is they're a kind of gutter system. So they need to keep the. It rains a lot here. So they mm. need to keep the water off the stone walls yeah, so yeah. it doesn't affect the building. So the gargoyles, actually, the water goes in and it comes out of their mouth. It's like a gutter system. And they're just decorative. But why would they make them like that? Why would they always make them like a gargoyle? Why wouldn't they ever make them pretty? Well, sometimes they are. Sometimes there's like babies and shit, and they're like cherubs and that. Oh, gross. Yeah, I'd rather have a gargoyle than a baby. Yeah, definitely. It just look like it's being sick. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> yeah, just dribbling all the time. <laughs> Ugh, stop it. <laughs> the last invention I've got for you is football. So Yay! not football as we know it now, because that oh. wasn't actually invented until the 19th century, but something that's called folk football or Shrovetide football or mob football. And that's been played in towns and villages since, like, even before medieval times, right? Is it called different things around the country, like a bread rollers? <sighs> maybe. Is that why it's called different I don't know. I think it's maybe just as modern people have just called it different things. I think, oh, right, okay. I guess. Fair enough. The original game had, like, basically no rules. And as many people as wanted to be could be on either side of the, like on either team. Mm. And they played it with an inflated pig's bladder. And the aim is to get the ball. So if you're on one side of town, your aim is to get it to the other side of town, then you like, you win. 
And in Cumbria, where I'm from, in working in, we actually still have a form of that game. It's called uppies and downies. So people from one side of the town, the upside of town, versus the downside of town. And the aim, and there's like hundreds of people turn out for this. And you have to just get the football from one end of town to the other. I've seen it played before. It's like well fun to watch. You were doing a snarky face. What is it? <laughs> Go on. Of course you've seen it. You're old. <laughs> I should have fucking known that's what it was. Plus, maybe they shouldn't call it uppies and downies. Why? Because like the drug reference. Is that what you mean? No. Oh, oh, that's uppers and downers. Yeah. What then? Because it could be a derogative term. It's a not, not a nice term for certain people. I think it's like up one end of town, down mm. the other end of town. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But when I've seen it before, no one seems to be offended about being from the Downies. Okay. Well, um, I'm still a little bit hung up on the inflated pig's bladder. Mm-hmm. I think that's really gross. But then I eat sausages, so... Yeah. And just to clarify, in Workington in Cumbria, they're, they're playing with a, a normal a football, football now. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, good. Football was actually... It was banned in the Middle Ages, along oh. with other sports. Why? Because they were really worried that people were having too much fun. Heaven forbid. <laughs> well, quite literally. Quite literally, yeah. <laughs> right, final section. Okay. This is about health. Not good. This is my favourite section. Okay. okay. So, how about medical cannibalism? So, there's a belief... Excuse that... me? <laughs> <laughs> it might make you feel a bit better. Eat your wife's arm. <laughs> Why not? There was a belief that human flesh, blood and bones could cure you. And I suppose they're not completely wrong because, like, transplants, blood transfusions, that's what yeah, I think. Okay. They were just doing it wrong, okay? Yeah. Witches! Um, <laughs> they're yeah. fucking playing with human bones and yeah. they, they have the cheek to call us witches. Oh, the audacity. I know. So, if you had, like, epilepsy or a migraine, here, have some blood. If you've got gout, oh, here's some oil made from human bones. Uh. And the thought was that if you consumed a bit of the dead person's soul, then you might therefore be revitalised. Well, the soul didn't make it very far, so. It's made it into this nice blood medicine for you. That's so fucking gross. I was grossed out about it, but I actually had black pudding this morning on my breakfast, so I suppose I I can't can't eat black pudding. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, um... I know there's still like people um, in some countries that have cow's blood for what? Um, What to consume? Yeah, yeah. So they'll they'll stab a cow in the right place so that it will bleed without dying, and then they'll drink it really quickly. Um, what, from the cow? Like a hose from the cow? Li- so they'll put like a bucket underneath it and just down it before it congeals. That poor cow. I know. Poor little thing. I mean, if you're going to... if you're gonna. But then we put them in, um, in like, not enough space and attach fucking machines to I them know. to milk I've them. I know, I've seen so... that done as well and it's the noise is horrible in itself. I yeah. don't feel like it's a nice way to live at all. No. Well, obviously not, but at least yeah. they're not being stabbed. I really should consider going vegan. <laughs> I don't know whether I'd rather be stabbed or have really fucking sore nipples. Which is worse? Sore nipples, I think. I mean, sorry, being stabbed, I think. Well, no, because that's over quite quickly, really, isn't it? It'll heal up, whereas you constantly have chafing nipples. Are they chafed, constantly or do being they look pulled. after them a bit? I don't know. <laughs> Well, they're all like squished into a into a maybe not not the same now, but like back in the back in the day before regulations and stuff, they were just squished into a space and they couldn't really move. So like they probably got sore and then they'd have to be milked again and then got sore. So it's just constant. I do you know what I have a newfound concern for cow nipples now. I know you really upset me with that. I feel really sad about it. Yeah, sorry. Rich people. Mm. 
those people, they would often use Egyptian mummies to have, like, they would get them, like, ground them up and have medicines made out of them. How would they get them? From Egypt. How would they get there? In boats? I guess. They didn't fly. Or they'd have them shipped to them, I guess. Mm, How would they communicate? With who? How would they tell the people over in Egypt to bring them? I don't think they'd they, have to I don't send think someone. They, I don't think like, they like put an order in. I they think don't have a courier I think, service. I think, <laughs> no, <laughs> so DVD. <laughs> I think pe- you know we... they'd send people across to go and get them and then come back. But how did they know about the mummies? Because we're dickheads. Colonialism. We we're just like oh hey. Mm. I suppose actually colonialism's way later in it. But you know we're like oh look at this nice thing somebody else has. Let's have that just in case we want it for later. And mm. then later people were like. I wonder if we ground that up and make it into a medicine, that'd be real good. So I think the oh mummies were already God. here. I wonder if we have been cursed oh, as a country. Yeah. But maybe they, they ground up the wrong person and there's just curses. And that's oh how we God. ended up with Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to do an episode on curses. Yeah. I'm well excited. I'm going to okay, I'm excited that about that. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. Take my phone off airplane mode now. <laughs> So rich people in Victorian times, they would have something called unwrapping parties. So they'd basically have their tea and then they'd be like, oh, hey, you want to see my mummy? And they'd go in the dining room and they would just unwrap it all together. Like that's a normal thing that you do. So disgusting. So weird. So it was basically just like, hey, look how rich I am. I have a mummy. I'm that rich. You're literally going to get cursed. So gross. I mean, good, good. Yeah, I mean, you know yeah, what? you deserve it. That's like, a real human. It's so disrespectful. Like let the dead lie. They're fucking decapitating <laughs> their own. <laughs> They're unwrapping mummies. Like it's like the dead alone. Exactly. Exactly. They might, they might be super busy in the afterlife, and you've just pulled them back with your curse laden unwrapping. I'm just thinking to myself: in Hocus Pocus, don't they remove his head in the second one? Whose head? Oh, I watched the second one when it came out last year, but I can't remember what happened. I'm sure they did. So the the dude that she fancied in school. Are you on about Billy? That was in the first one. Billy's. Oh, is that the Billy? Oh, that's oh no, Billy. One. Billy's got his head, his mouth sewn up. Ah, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. No, I'm getting Billy's myself confused. Cool. Yeah, he's my favourite. Yeah. Okay. I think Billy does make an appearance in the second one, though, doesn't he? I'm sure he does. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it again this year. Yeah. Right. Last one, my favourite. Okay. The Wandering Womb. (laughs) So basically doctors had absolutely no idea what was going on in women's health, made absolutely no attempt to find out, and just made some shit up. Still kind of don't, though. I mean, we're only just learning the hundreds upon hundreds of um, symptoms of menopause. (laughs) You were like, "Um, symptoms of something. Menopause and forgetfulness is one of them, and I just forgot what I was even talking about. (laughs) I am very scared of the menopause. Yeah. Oh hello. And so you should be. Apparently, it's horrendous. My auntie Mish is currently struggling with it. Hi, auntie Mish. Well, perimenopause. Oh yeah, that's the before menopause. Yeah. Yeah. And she's struggling already. Yeah, can't wait for that. Yeah, well excited. She was like, "Don't worry, darling, you've got it to come." Like, cool. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks, auntie Mish. Okay. Well, what you don't have, I don't believe anyway. Never mind. You might is the wandering womb. So basically, it was the belief that a woman's uterus had a strong need to carry a baby. Mm. So if it wasn't pre- if the woman wasn't pregnant, then the womb would just go wandering around finding something else to fill it with in some kind of sulk, okay? It would explain why I'm always so hungry. 
<laughs> That's your stomach, babe, not no, your womb. No, my wandering womb is contributing to it. <laughs> it's gone off in a half and it needs some cheese. So the womb at this point, because it's so sulky, is just kind of crashing around the body in like a hoff and it's crashing into vital organs and this is causing hysteria in the woman. And this is where we get the word hysterectomy from. Very interesting. But have no fear. <laughs> because <laughs> should your womb go wandering for an organ to fill itself with, they do have a trusty remedy to coax it back to its natural place. So they would place a nasty smelling thing under your nose and a sweet smelling thing between your legs so that the womb would be enticed away from the nasty smell and towards the sweet smell and back to its appropriate place. Babies don't smell sweet though, do they? What? Do babies smell sweet? Oh, I thought you meant like babies can't smell sweet. No, 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 no. (laughs) Surely the baby just smells of goop when it's in the womb. So how would that work? I don't think wombs have noses, so I think... No, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) If they did, they wouldn't have to put it near our nose. Mm. What would they use as the yucky smelling thing? I don't know, I don't know. Vinegar or I guess, literally anything, I suppose. It's a smelly kind of time to be alive. It is a very smelly time. Maybe a husband's got gangrene, shove that under... Oh no, that's not an infection, is it? Uh, Well, gangrene is when your limbs, like, die off from having no blood. All right. What's something that's I bet it does stink, though. I bet it does. Does gout smell? What's gout? Uh, It's like an inflammation, I think. Oh, right. Well... I think like gangrene does smell though, because if your limbs are just like dying, that's yeah, gonna be, you'd start, it's not gonna be start rotting, wouldn't it? Ugh. Decomposing, and it'd be like, oh hey, um, gangrene George from down the road, can you just come and put your arm under my wife's nose? She's having a meltdown. <laughs> and anyway, she can't figure out what to wear. <laughs> Silly bitch. She only has two aprons. Oh my god, <laughs> it is not her fault. Her womb is just doing its thing. Exactly. It's on the run. At least it's not her fault. She's like fucking sick. We'll blame Get the doctor. We'll blame a wandering womb. I'm just fucking <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> Something to blame it on. And that's what I have for you on crazy shit we did that was normal in medieval times. That was well good. Yeah. I, like I enjoyed writing that one. I've got like a thousand sources because I was like, oh, what else? Oh, what else? Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. So all we've got now to say is to please like, follow, share, give us a review. Emma, tell us our socials, please. We have Twitter at IDNTBelieveIt. Uh, We have uh, TikTok that's the same, at IDNTBelieveIt. Believe it. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then I Don't Believe It podcast on Facebook. And then Instagram is I Don't Believe It. And send us Gmail at I don't believe it at gmail.com. Oh yeah, emails, emails, emails. Yeah. And we love you. Yes. Goodbye, my pretties. Goodbye. I love you. Now you believe it. Now you believe it. The craziest thing that you'll ever hear. Now you believe it. Now you believe it. You believe anything after. Oh, now you believe it. Whoa.